0: Reading from the book of Ezra, chapter 7. Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a scribe skilled in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given. The king had granted him everything he requested because the hand of the Lord his God was on him. Some of the Israelites, priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants accompanied Ezra to Jerusalem. So Ezra came to Jerusalem in the fifth month during the seventh year of the king. He began the journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month and arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month, since the gracious hand of his God was on him. Now Ezra had determined in his heart to study the law of the Lord, to obey it and teach its statutes and ordinances to Israel. Recently, we looked at Psalm 105, which encouraged us to seek the Lord and his strength and to seek his face always. Here we have a perfect example of someone who was determined to seek the Lord, his strength, and his face. Ezra was an expert scribe. That was someone who had studied and wrote out the Torah, the law of Moses. He was also a teacher of the law. He was a theologian's theologian. He was an expert of matters in the Lord's commands and statutes. He was also a priest directly from the line of Aaron. But the most important thing we see about Ezra is that He was consumed by his worship of God. But Ezra didn't just get up and leave Babylon one day. He was sent by the king of Babylon. The king had sent a decree with Ezra spelling out Ezra's purpose and a command to the people of the land who were trying to stop the Jews from rebuilding the temple to no longer interfere. Why such favoritism by the king towards Ezra? Well, the king granted him everything he requested because the hand of the Lord his God was on him. When the building stopped the first time, God sent his prophets Haggai and Zechariah to encourage the Jews. but now he was sending his expert on the law to teach the Jews the statues and ordinances of God. So Ezra took courage because he was strengthened by the hand of the Lord. Ezra was a seeker of God. Ezra relied on God's strength and not his own. And his heart was into the study of the law of the Lord. Ezra only wanted to obey God. And in turn, he desired to teach the law and its statutes and its ordinances. Ezra was a 100% God's. Ezra shows us how God rewards those who seek him with all of their hearts. All of their hearts. God doesn't just want a corner of our heart. He wants all of it. And he deserves it, doesn't he? In fact, Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commands. Anything less isn't love. Anything less is not complete obedience to God. In fact, it's a rejection of God in his entirety. There is either love and obedience, or there is sin and rebellion, neither of which God will tolerate. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I also will love him and reveal myself to him. If anyone loves me, he keeps my word, my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. I need to get my heart right. With God, if I ever want to see Him working in my life, we need to get our hearts right with God before we can ever expect to see any of His rewards. God promised that He would, and God always keeps His promises. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it, for then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Delight in the word of God. Read it. Study it. Meditate on it day and night. Just like Ezra, make your delight in the word of the Lord and doing what it says. And if you do, you will be like a tree planted by flowing waters. Trees that grow along a river, a stream or a lake are always strong trees. And in the extreme heat and drought, they survive because their life source is the water and they are fixed into it. When we study and read the word of God, we are nourishing our spiritual bodies with living water from eternally heavenly sourced water. If anyone is thirsty, Let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flowing from deep within him. One final thought from this reading in Ezra. Ezra didn't go alone back to Jerusalem. In fact, he gathered the Israelite leaders to return with him. God is a God of relationship. Remember the early church. They were devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful, sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. The early church devoted themselves to meeting together. We go back to the beginning in Genesis chapter 2. And then the Lord said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper corresponding to him. And again in Hebrew, let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. Determine in your heart to study the word of God and to obey it. Don't just be a a reader or a hearer of God's word, but be a doer of it. And share God's word with others. Teach them its statutes and its ordinances. Tell me the old, old story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. Tell me the story simply as to a little child, for I am weak and weary, helpless and defiled. Oh, tell me the old, old story. Tell me the old, old story of Jesus and his love. Tell me the story slowly, that I may take it in, that wonderful redemption, God's remedy for sin. Tell me the story often, for I forget so soon. The early morning dew has passed away at noon. Tell me the story softly, with earnest tones and grave. Remember, I am a sinner whom Jesus came to save. Tell me the story always, if you would really be in any time of trouble a comforter to me tell me the old same story when you have cause to fear that the world's empty glory is costing me too dear yes and when the that world's glory is dawning on my soul tell me the old old story jesus christ makes me whole amen